This is Ask an Expat with Marcus and Matt from An Expat's Russia, where we answer your questions about what it's like to live, work, and travel in Russia. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this episode of An Expat's Russia. Today, we're going to talk about some funny stories we've had crossing the Russian border. Marcus, do you want to start it off? Uh, sure. Yeah, there's one incident that comes to mind when I was, let's see, 2000, when was that? 2013 or so. Um, so when you have a visa in Russia, you need to make sure that you're out of Russia before the visa uh, expires. Visa you ends. do not want to overstay <laughs> your visa because you just, yeah, you, you could potentially be banned, right? For, for up to five years or um, deported. Right. But in my case, Highly unlikely, but it's it is possible. very unlikely. And if you have a good explanation, like medical reasons, um, that's you know you just prove your case. But um, most most cases, they'll just give you a fine and, and you'll leave. In my case, um, I got a train, so my visa was expiring Saturday, you know, some Saturday, and I was like, okay, I need to be out by Saturday. Say I, I booked a train from Moscow to Helsinki, um, but I didn't. Uh, take into account that the train ride was 14 hours and by the time I would get to the border it'd be 4 a.m. the next morning so my right. visa would have expired at 12 right so I was I overstayed my visa by a couple hours and so the great thing about the train is that when you're when you're traveling you don't have to stand in line at, at um, passport control or anything they get on the train and while the trains moving to the next in the neutral zone or to the next checkpoint uh, no, I guess it's to the next um, station. Uh, yeah. They will come through and check all the passengers' visas. So I gave them the documents, not thinking of anything. And, you know, I speak Russian, so that was definitely, you know, helpful. He's looking at it. He's like, he's looking at it. And obviously it's, you know, yesterday's date because it was early morning. And he's like, why, why are you, you know why didn't you leave yesterday or why are you late or something? I can't remember exactly what he said, but I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, your visa expired. And I was like, oh, and he kind of, he saw that I was, that I realized it just now. And I was like, I, I booked the, I was like, I booked the, t I was explaining to him, I booked the ticket, not thinking, you know, ahead of time that we were crossing the border the next day. <laughs> and he's yeah. like, he was, he wasn't like angry about it. He, some, some border patrol you know, guards would be like, oh, great, more yeah. work for me. And But he was like, he talked to his partner and he's like, what do we do? Like, And so they took me off the train at Viberg, the city uh, right before going into uh, Finland. Yeah. They took me off the train. They made me wait and, and basically said, hey, you're going to pay a fine. I paid a thousand ruble fine. And I was just chatting with the guys for the next train they're like we're gonna take you off the train we're gonna you have to pay a fine they didn't say how much at the beginning and then um there's gonna be another train coming by and you can hop on that train and he you know i will explain to the other train you know guard or whatever so i i think i waited maybe two hours um i paid the fine and you know i was just talking to them and and then the next train came so the train that went from Moscow to Helsinki was the Lev Tolstoy. Um, yeah, so the nice like, one. Yeah, it's 14 hours. 
but the next train that came was the Allegra, the fast train from St. Petersburg to Helsinki. And so I got on that train, and I actually got to Helsinki faster than the first train. And I didn't pay. <laughs> I didn't funny. pay ticket for the ticket, and um, I had Wi-Fi on the Allegra train. So, I mean, that was a. Don't overstay your visa, but you know, if you if you know Russian for sure, you can kind of explain your case, and and you know, you'll. Right. I, I paid a fine um, on another case where I I tried to enter Russia early and i didn't know the date was was one day later because the mm -hmm. consulate made a mistake but i paid you know i think fifty dollars for that so you know just make sure your visa um dates are correct and and you follow that otherwise you know if you don't know russian i don't know what what any english speaker or you know non-russian speaker would have done Sure, sure. Well, I would also say that you, we need to be very careful to specify right now that this isn't necessarily the standard experience. If you are trying to enter Russia before your visa starts or you're leaving Russia after it's, it's expired, there's a very high chance that you will encounter nasty people at the border who are not happy to see you and who will make your life miserable, yes. right? Because yes. it's very likely that if you're not a personable person, and or you can't speak Russian and you know you're trying to leave Russia your visa's expired they're not going to put you on the night's train for free yeah yeah that was I, <laughs> so I think we should stick exactly that. so with Russians my experience has been that they're very very strict in those formal situations and then once you start talking to them again if you can talk to them then they can kind of warm up especially if you have a legitimate right. reason but in no circumstance should you you know, plan that ahead and be like, oh, I'll just kind of get by, you know, slide by. Exactly. You, you won't. But, um, but you had a, a, a an in interesting encounter at the border as well. I've had two actually interesting encounters at the border. I'll actually start with one that you've never heard uh, because I was thinking about it as you were telling this story. I was going from Moscow to Kiev on the train and I was leaving Russia. Oh, no, sorry. I was going from Kiev to... Uh, Moscow on the train. So I was entering Russia. I left Ukraine. They checked for my visa. They're like, okay, he's got a Russian visa. We'll let him go. And then the way it works is, so they stop at the last town in Ukraine where you go across the border. But then the next stop is not for a few hours until you hit the next major town in Russia. Yeah. So, you know, I'm in Russia and then we get there and um, the guy comes on, like you said, to check your visa. It's in the middle of the night, I think like 3 a.m. The guy... They had this little computer, actually, that they brought around. I don't know if they had that when, when no, I've never you seen got. That. So they were checking all of the, they were entering all of the information into their computer as they were checking everyone's passport. Anyway, they get to mine. This is 2013. So the three-year visa hadn't been around that long yeah. for Americans. So And I had a three-year tourist visa. I'd already been in Russia with it. I wasn't entering the first time. Um, but these border guards in the middle of nowhere, I'm sure there are very few Americans who were traveling on the train between Moscow and Kiev. Anyway, she gets my visa and she's like, tourist visa, three years. And she looks at me and I spoke Russian as well. I didn't speak that well at this point, but I spoke enough. And she told me, не существует такой визы. Не существует. Я ни разу в жизни не видела. And she's like, I never saw a three-year tourist visa. It's fake. And I was like, what? It's not fake. 
And then like this whole argument ensued and they held the train up for over an hour. Like I had to get off the train and I had to go into this building and I was sitting there and they're like telling me like, there's no such thing in this visa. And at the time I was like, but there is. The, the Russian consulate gave me this visa. I don't know what you want from me. And so it went on and on. And like, again, they're holding up this train. Like everyone's late to their destination because my visa is fake. Yeah. Uh, and so we just sat there and sat there. And then they're just like, they made a couple phone calls. And then they're like, okay. And then they just like, let me go. And the train left. And I was like, what? what is this? This is ridiculous. <laughs> the other story I have, I was, I needed to leave Russia to do like a, what's called a border run, right? I needed to leave Russia and come back because actually my registration had expired and I was taking a new job and they were like, where's your registration? And I showed it to them. They're like, it's expired. We can't, we can't hire you like that. Anyway, I went to, this was in St. Petersburg. I got on the train. I needed to go to Estonia. That was the quickest border crossing to do. So I get on the train. Well, I went to buy the ticket rather. And the ticket to Ivangord, which was the city on the border, was like 600 rubles from St. Petersburg. But Narva, the Estonian city, which is literally like five minute walk, less than a kilometer away, across the border. Yeah, five minute walk. The ticket to there was three thousand rubles, so fifty dollars or ten dollars. And I was like, well, I'm just gonna buy the ticket for ten dollars. I'll walk across <laughs> the border. Well, that sounds all great, but in Russia they have this thing called a prigranichny gorod, and they have this prigranichny zona, which is like a I don't know, on the border zone really is what it kind of translates to. But anyway, no one can go to these cities. They're closed cities unless you have authorization from the FSB to get off the train there or you have your registration in this city. Can you get off there? Anyway, I show up and they start checking everyone's passport. I'm like, we didn't even cross the border. I, I'm in Ivangorod. And they're like, где ваш пропуск? And I was like, what? What do you mean пропуск? Where's your, I, where's your pass? I'm just getting off the train. I'm yeah, you have to have this special pass from the FSB called a propusk. And I'm saying, like, I don't have a propusk. What do you mean? Why do I need a propusk? I'm, I'm just going to Narva. And they're like, you can't get off the train here. So they take me off the train. There's actually, like, these gates in front of the, like, when you get off the train. Uh -huh. Like, in these little cities, usually it's just, like, free. You can just, like, walk off the tracks, right? But here, there was, like, this long gate. And you had to, like, stay in there. And you went into a building, which was, like, a passport control area and I was like what the heck is this like I'm I bought an internal ticket anyway I go to get in there and they're like you can't get off here I'm like okay well I can get back on the train and continue on to Narva and they're like no you can't <laughs> I was like why can't I and they're like because you've already gotten off here and I'm like okay but I can't be here you told me and they're like yeah you can't be here and you can't go further <laughs> and then this started and I they had me sit there for four hours and they're like, what are you doing here? What are you doing here? They took my passport and they came back and they would ask me, they'd be like, why were you in Kenya? I see you were in Ethiopia. What were you doing in Ethiopia? And then they're like, you were in Lebanon. What were you doing in Lebanon? And I was like, it was just vacation. I don't, what do you want from me? Four hours later, they came back and they're like, okay, you can go. And I'm like, okay, well, how do I get to Narva? And they're like, oh, you can just walk through Ivangora. Don't worry. I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> And he's like, yeah, 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 we checked everything. You're okay. Yeah. You go ahead. You can walk across. And I was like, well, can I come back? Because I need to, I need, my t train is going back from Ivangora. Oh, yeah. And I'd now true. missed it. Yeah. And, and so I'd missed that train. And they're like, oh, yeah, you can, you can come back and you just ask for uh, Volodya. And I was like, 
okay, whatever. So I crossed the border. I came right back. And uh, this Volodya, he saw me. He's like, he just waved to me. And then like, they just waved me through after they stamped the passport. And then I walked to the bus station and got a bus back to St. Petersburg. Yeah. <laughs> but that's my story. You can't do, you can't go to these cities on the border. I actually have another friend. He went to Anadir, which is this city in the far east of Russia. He had a very similar story. He got off the plane and they're just like, you can't be here. Where's your propos? Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. He actually had to go to court. Dang. <laughs> so yeah, there are funny stories think, at the Russian border, but you can't think, go to these uh, border cities. You know, knowing, knowing Russian, I'm thinking about the stories, my experience, knowing Russian, you know, can save you in, in a lot of cases. Absolutely. I should have said that, that I spoke exclusively Russian with them in both of these situations and it was totally fine, which is very different than if you're driving in Russia and get stopped. If you speak Russian, you're in yeah, trouble. Yeah. You just want to pretend, you know, make work, work for them and then they'll let you go. But if they're in this, right. if you're in a place you don't, you can't be in, they're going to be really strict until you kind of soften them up with, with, you know, getting, right getting to know them and, and asking them questions. Well, it's always easy because they would they would ask a question like, what are you doing in Russia? And I'd be like, I really like Russia. Uh -huh. And they're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, it, it always worked out. But again, not good ideas. But again, our, our both of our stories came from just not knowing. Yeah, right? just, exactly generally not knowing the answer. Can I do this? Can I do that? So it always pays to know in advance. Again, had I needed to do something, I got stuck at the border for four hours, just sitting there. It was literally on a bench. It was, it was terrible uh -huh. actually. And they took my passport. They left me with my phone, thankfully, so I could do something, yeah. but it was a long day. So, um, if you had any experiences getting in and out of Russia, um, similar to these or, you know, just awkward situations share in the comments below i'm i'm just really curious to see how many people have these types of of situations because these are kind of simple things to run into right but i i don't hear many stories about it so do share and uh, we'll see you in the next episode this was ask an expat with marcus and matt from an expat russia we hope you enjoyed the video and if you have a question about russia let us know in the comments we'll answer it another video.